Welcome to the Spark to Your Success. My name is TJ Dow and I believe you all have a bright spark inside. When you find yours, not only do you light up inside and that feels incredible, but you light up the world around you as well. What an amazing gift to give both to you and to the people in your world. The Spark to Your Success podcasts are designed to bring you a little inspiration, a little insight and infect you with some positivity for your day. And today, our subject is overwhelm. That feeling that I'm sure that you've experienced on a number of occasions for some people, depending on your life, maybe a regular occurrence. But it's not just being busy or having a lot to do. It's not just that long to-do list that you tick them off the top and they keep adding on the bottom. It's not just having fingers and many pies and spinning many plates to keep all of the different projects going or juggling all the balls of work and family and hobbies and health. Overwhelm is when there's just so much to do or a project or challenge is so enormous that we go into a state of, well, kind of despair really (laughs) comes to mind. Thought paralysis You just don't know where to begin. It's a feeling of kind of hopelessness because the task just seems so insurmountable. Do you recognise that? Yes, indeed, I thought you might. So I looked up the dictionary definition because I love a good dictionary definition. And it said this, overwhelm is a verb. Number one, bury or drown beneath a huge mass of something, especially water. For example, flood waters overwhelmed hundreds of houses. It certainly feels like that when you're overwhelmed by work or a challenge or the challenges keep coming. It, it does feel like flood waters and we feel it's like, oh my gosh, it, it, it can't stop it. It's out of my control and I don't know what to do. It gave me some synonyms, which I thought were great alternative words that we often use to describe that feeling of overwhelm, swamped, submerged, engulfed, buried, under a deluge, a flood or inundated. Yeah, that's kind of how it feels, isn't it? Definitely. Um, The second part of the dictionary definition said overwhelm to have a strong emotional effect on. Example, I was overwhelmed by guilt. Hmm, still picturing those floodwaters actually. <laughs> it's like emotion seems to pour uncontrollably through us and take over every cell of our body and everything of our being. And words that they used as synonyms in this definition, again, I think definitely describe that feeling overcome, stunned, dumbfounded, shaken, disturbed, devastated, dazed, flawed, staggered. All words people often use to describe that overwhelm that leaves them feeling like they've been knocked sideways. And we have to be careful though in the words that we choose to use because words create your reality. And when you start to describe how you're feeling, in those kind of words, then be careful because it's like, careful what you ask for because that's what you're going to get. So it's about noticing how are we describing our feeling 
and just taking a step back, observing those words and asking, is that, that really the word that I want to choose? Because I'm creating this feeling through those words that I'm choosing. Is there a better word or description that would pull me back out of the overwhelm a little bit? The Cambridge Dictionary added to that. It said overwhelm to defeat someone or something using a lot of force. Hmm. And it's that feeling of being defeated that makes you feel helpless and stuck when you get overwhelmed. So I think you'll agree it's not a nice place to be. It's a feeling of being disempowered. That's definitely not who I associate myself with being. It's not congruent with my identity and my standards to be disempowered. I hold myself to a way different standard than that. If it's not congruent with the identity and standards that you hold for yourself, well, when it happens, and yes, it even happens to me, you need strategies that you can employ to pull you out of the overwhelm fast, back into action, back into empowerment, and back into productivity. Woohoo! We love empowerment and productivity. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, if you remember back, and I'm sure that I have talked about this many times, our reality is created by the meaning that we give something. And noticing the words, as I said, that you're choosing to describe it, how did I filter that process, that event or number of events, be they challenges or projects or activities that I need to do? In order, how did I make it be overwhelmed? What did I make it mean? Did I distort it? delete some stuff and generalise because those are the filters we use to give something meaning isn't it I probably am distorting it <laughs> to guess making it bigger than it is instead to help me to cope I might want to make it smaller than it is maybe take some of the detail out of it by generalising a little bit we'll talk about that later before I share some of the anti-overwhelm actions it's useful to just backtrack a little bit and think about, explore, if you will, what causes the overwhelm in the first place? What are those thoughts that I'm creating in my mind? Is there something we do or don't do that creates that trickle that becomes a torrent that leads to the flood of tasks or emotions? If we can identify the source or the root cause, then we can proactively change our behaviour and prevent it. I'd stop it happening again at least, or definitely less than the possibility in the future. So how did you get to create your flood? Did you, A, be interested in which ones you recognise? A, think that you had to be Superman or Superwoman, be all things to all people, the super parent, the super athlete, the super healthy eater, the super cleaner, the super friend, the super spouse, the super employee, the super boss. Wow, that's overwhelming just even thinking about being the super person for all of those things. Or B, is overwhelm for you created because you're a perfectionist? Huh? You do know that perfection is a myth, don't you? Just before we go on with this conversation. There's <laughs> like way too many people beating themselves up, putting themselves down, making themselves feel bad, trying to be perfect when 
Actually, perfect's not even possible. It is not the highest standard. It's the world's lowest, worst standard because it's not even achievable. So why are you beating yourself up about something that's not even possible? Trying to be perfect when it's like never going to happen. You know you're awesome, amazing and totally enough without being perfect, right? And if you don't, I have a book for you. Write this down. It's called Perfection, spelt perfect shun, S-H-U-N. Yes, I wrote that book <laughs> by TJ Dow. You can find it on Amazon, uh, either as a paperback or Kindle copy. Perfection, Permission to be Human. Highly recommend you read it if you are one of those perfectionist people. Anyway, moving on. Are you see creating your overwhelm by keep saying yes? Are you the people pleaser at your own detriment? You want to say no, you intend to say no, before you know it, ugh, you've said yes again. <laughs> Darn it, my yes came out instead of the no and it's too late to take it back and now I've taken on too much. Or D, maybe you're fiercely independent and no matter what, you will not show weakness by asking for help. After all, nobody really shows up when you ask them for help. Anyway, do they? When you've asked in the past, people let you down, so you might as well not even bother. You don't even explore the option of somebody taking that pressure off you. Is that you or E? You get analysis paralysis because even though the task might be straightforward, you go into over analytical mode, trying to figure out every detail of every bit. You need more information to figure out every detail of every bit. And more information means you move towards more analysis of all that information, which creates even more uncertainty, not to mention an exhausting amount of information and details. Oh my gosh, and it's way bigger than it is. Did you recognise yourself in any of those behaviours? Maybe you had more than one possible, right? But the thing is, when you recognise the behaviour that causes the overwhelm, then we can change the behaviour. You can kind of stop and go, oh, silly me, you're laughing at yourself, right? You're oh, dull, doing it again, trying to be superhuman instead of wonderfully human, trying to be perfect instead of just excellent and the best I can be. I stop being the yes person and ask for help and come out of the minute details into the bigger chunks. Chunk up, go big picture and get the overview to get out of the hundreds or thousands of little things that need to be doing to maybe five big chunks and then just pick the first thing. So back to ways out of overwhelm when it happens. Got your pen and paper ready? If you don't, go grab one, put me on pause, go grab one now. And if you're driving or you're out walking the dog or you just can't do that because you're multitasking as you're listening to me, remember to come back and write these things down. So number one, we need to make it smaller than it is because we're in overwhelm with too much going on right now. So we need to pull ourselves out of the detail and the distress and just write down three to five big chunks, right? So for me, I usually draw um, three or four, three, four or five buckets, or I might choose clouds, or I might choose rocks, just three to five. And then in each of those three to five buckets or rocks or clouds, I write down the big things in each. So for example, in one bucket, I might write down, for me, games for youth club. Another might be declutter and organise office. Uh, another one might be organise coach training for July. Uh, might be a holiday for the family. The last one might be create a new programme for young people. 
they are all massive projects but if I just write one in each of those buckets already now I've gone from like massive projects to just five things now instead of a zillion things I can just see five my next step, step two, if you're writing this down, I'm going to work on one of those things for just one hour, right? Just one of those five things. I'm going to forget the rest for now. I'm going to pick one. I'm going to work on one for no more than one hour. So either pick the most urgent, the most important, the easiest, the one that will be most fun to get on with. You know, what is your priority? Pick one. Step three, if you're writing this down, and you should be, by the way, <laughs> brainstorm, mind map or list for no more than five minutes, right? Set your timer for five minutes. Set your timer for five minutes and brainstorm, mind map, list everything needed for that bucket. Yeah. And resist the urge to go into overwhelm again at this point. <laughs> you're just writing it down. You're not going to do all those things. We don't need to go there. When you have written them down for no more than five minutes, you're going to go through them quickly. Set your alarm for another three minutes and go through quickly and write next to each of those actions or items on your mind map. Just a rough order of what needs to be done when, like how, what kind of is the rough order of things so you'll know where to begin and how long-ish might it take. So item number one might just take five minutes, item number two might take 30 minutes. Now I've got an idea of like when I can squeeze all those things in. And then key question, make sure you make a note of this one. In order for this to be done, does it have to be me? Alright? <laughs> Because we have this like whole overwhelmed thing going on in this project and we think, well, oh, it's all, oh, I've got so much to do and there's only one me. Is there only one? Well, there's only one you, but it doesn't mean there's only one person. So by stopping and asking, in order for this to be done, does it have to be me? Who can do this for me? Family, friends, colleagues, your admin person, hired help. Who can be doing that while you're getting on with part of something else? That will make it so much easier and quicker to do. Yeah? So make sure you do that. And then, now you've still got about 50 minutes of your hour's time to get on with it. So pick just one thing from your list, right? It might be the number one. It might be number three. It depends on how long you put against it. Maybe it's three or four little tiny things that you just feel as if like winning, <laughs> small steps, baby steps, inch by inch it's a cinch, yard by yard it's hard, so pick baby steps if you need to get those quick wins. Now set your timer for 45 minutes because that's all we have left in our hour and when the timer goes off, stop, get a cuppa, get up and move around, change your focus in your state and celebrate that you took positive action and now you are unstuck. Love it! love it. Then if you've got time that day or the next time you have time, repeat for another rock, cloud or bucket of your choice. You might want to go back to the same one because you're enjoying it now you've got moving with it. You might want to pick one out of each so that you've got them all moving simultaneously. So it's about choosing one thing, breaking it down and being in the moment with that thing. Maybe your overwhelm is only to do with one thing. Maybe it's just one big thing that's happened or you have to do. In that case, create three to five buckets that are big chunks of the one big thing to work on. So example, 
create a new program for young people. My five buckets for that could be one, content, two, marketing, three, support needed, four, venues. So you don't even need five, only needed four. Already makes me feel better. And then you can do the same thing with them. When they are things that cause us to feel stressed, but we know we have to get on with them, here's another great question to write down and remember to ask. This has pulled me out so many times. I know I have to get it done. I don't have a choice in that, but how can I get this done in a way that's fun? Yes, or how can I get this done and enjoy the process? What a great question. When you're in overwhelm, do you just like kind of like go into automatic pilot in terms of how you get it done, where you get it done, who you get it done with? This is a chance to do it differently so it feels different. So maybe it's a lovely day. I can go and get it done in the garden or in the park or in the beach, on the beach. Maybe I can go and sit in a cafe with a beautiful view. Just change my scenery will change how I feel and it's made me get moving and emotion is taking action and forward steps, right? Maybe I can create a reward for getting it done. So I've got something to look forward to at the end. Maybe if I've got calls to make, I can sit in the jacuzzi if you have one. Maybe I can, or the hot tub with a beautiful view. Maybe I can just go out for a walk and make those calls while I'm breathing in the air and checking in with nature and feeling more grounded. If it's something that doesn't require a lot of concentration, perhaps if it's, you know, my decluttering my office bit, then maybe I could do it while I listen to music, put some like really funky music on, it gets you moving, gets you smiling, gets you singing along. I could listen to a podcast. Maybe that's what you're doing right now, listening to this. I could listen to an audio book, something that is distracting me of the task in hand, but I'm still getting the task done. I'm maybe learning something at the same time. So be present in the present, i.e. as you're doing the actions, stay in the now versus thinking of the what ifs and the rest of the stuff that I've got to be done because now you're back in the future instead of just enjoying the now of getting things done. So make sure you stay mindful in what you're doing. Let go of being the perfect superhuman and what needs to take a back seat can slide for now and that is totally okay. The world does not go to end if you don't tidy the lounge, right? It's just not going to be a thing. Take some nice deep breaths, come back to centre. <sighs> See, that feels so great. You're most likely in the panic, distorted it, made it bigger than it actually was. So breathe, forget the what ifs. That causes the, the cause of the panic. Take the first steps, any steps, because now you are back in control. When you're back in control, overwhelm leaves. Uh, so I hope you managed to write those down. If you didn't, go back, as I said, rewind and re-record. Love to know how it goes. If you've got any other suggestions, strategies that get you out of overwhelm that you would love to share, that would be great to share them with everybody else. You can share them with me, of course, uh, by finding me on Facebook or LinkedIn at TJ Dow. You can email me at tj at backontrackteens.com or info at ignition.rocks. You can find us on Instagram at ignition.rocks or Twitter 
at Ignition 2017. So many ways to communicate these days. Can't wait to hear from you. Find out some more strategies and ways to keep us moving, keep us in action and keep us out of overwhelm. So wishing you the most underwhelmed week ahead. Go be amazing. Get back into empowerment activity, productivity and positivity. You've been listening to me, TJ Dow. This is a spark to your success. Have the most amazing week. Bye for now.